Welcome to Running It Back. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Today's guest is the Kalemo and your hosts, Chad Owens and Ryan Kilmaka. Let's go. Welcome yeah. to the Running It Back podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And thank you, Kale, the beautiful Kale Mal, for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you, Chad and Ryan, for having me. Kiana, it's always a pleasure to see your beautiful smile. Mm. We love you, Besties. Kale. Besties? Can we say besties? besties. Pretty much. Mm, okay. Well, Kale, um, look, professional volleyball player. We're going to talk about the journey later, but you're in the Philippines right now mm. playing professional volleyball. Um, how is that going? Well, because of the pandemic, I um, my 2020 season has been had been cut short actually in in March. So I came home to Honolulu, and I'm pretty much just trying to stay prepared and stay ready for when things get back to normal there or closer to normal than it is now. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone had to make those adjustments when when it happened, and mm -hmm. it's unfortunate, but uh, you know, it gives you time to 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 evolve. Right. For but sure. being being that you were there, um, what is it like living in the Philippines? Oh, it's amazing. The culture and the people are beautiful and they're just really like they're very, very supportive. Um, I think that's just their culture. They love they just get so excited for any type of competition, um, music. They love singers. They love actress and act, uh, actors and actresses. They love movies, anything creative. It just goes well with the Philippines. I mean, do you feel like there's like a like a local vibe, like like the way that their culture, you know, how do you compare that to our, our culture here in Hawaii? Oh, for sure. Um, they are very generous people. They smile constantly even though the philippines are known to just um have to battle adversity with uh natural disasters mm. they just were hit with a typhoon um especially after this pandemic during wow. the pandemic you know so they were struggling already and then they uh had to deal with that as well but they're such they're they're very resilient and resourceful people and i'm so proud to actually say that i'm filipino Oh, okay. So you're part Filipino. Yes, my wow. mom. My mom is half. My grandmother is full. Okay, so you just you back at the at the homelands. I mean, how does that? Okay, that's a different dynamic. I mean, being that you are part Filipino, mm -hmm. you're playing pro ball. It's like you're playing for your home team in a way. I mean, how does that? How does that make you feel? Like, how do they? How have they embraced you? Being they know that you're Filipino, but mm -hmm. you're just local girl from Hawaii. I mean, you're six, six foot. I'm six, two, six, two. Like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to give myself they a little bit. Out. I was trying to close the gap yeah. a little bit, but you know, six, two, I don't think there, there's don't, much yeah. Filipino women that are six, two. They must trip. No. Yeah, no, they are. They really do. And especially with my craziness, my spunky attitude, I'm really loud and I can be obnoxious. Sometimes my teammates have just seen such a different, you know, uh, culture within me i'm i'm full hawaii i'm like born and raised from kahalu hawaiian all the way and then i just you know one year i had the opportunity to go and play in the philippines and they're so pride they're so prideful to be filipino and i just felt that i had to have that same dynamic as well i had to be proud of who i was and so you know growing up in hawaii we're always like yeah i'm hawaiian well, in the Philippines, we're like, yeah, I'm Filipino. <laughs> and so yeah. I'm kind of, yeah, it's fun. It, it was just like, a under, you know, we're always constantly learning. And I get to learn what my, how my grandmother was brought up. How right. she, you know, why is she the way she is? And same with my mom. I love Filipino food. I always have. 
but now I get to taste some of the best in the cut. Like, and that's made in the kitchen. Like my teammates, parents, my even my teammates, they cook such good food. And I just love being in the Philippines and being a part of their families. They're so welcoming, just like Hawaiians. Wow. Amazing. That's amazing. I haven't been to the Philippines. I really want to go because Ryan, I'm not you Filipino. Been? Yeah, and I love it. With Bruno, right? You guys traveled all over yeah, the world. Yeah, we did. We did. How do you like the Philippines? I loved it. The people. Um, any, like any, any, any mini, mini kelmakas running around? No, 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 no. Oh. But the karaoke, they love the karaoke. They really do. Yeah. That's actually where it originated from. Oh, really? I have no Are you idea. kidding me? That's every part a Filipino party. Is that why oh, they every have single to have Filipino, Filipino can sing? Yes, pretty much. Oh, can you sing? Except for me and Lanai. I know the answer to that question. You can sing, which we're going to get into a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're going to get a little special request. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's amazing to be able to. I, I was in Canada, so I got a chance to experience a different culture. And what I loved about that culture is they are also welcoming. Mm. Uh, so much yeah, aloha in Canada. Same, yeah. You've been to Canada yeah. too. So yeah. they're so yeah. polite. Yeah. So Very nice. Good. Extra nice. And uh, well, look, uh, Kale, uh, thank you again for being here. We're going to be getting more into uh, some of the things that Kale Mao is getting into and uh, is inspired by. And we are going to be back after this break. Running It Back is brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union, the Department of Health, and Battery Bills. All right, welcome back. Uh, we got Kale Mao here, the beautiful Kale Mao. And I want to ask you about your journey, specifically um, from your time you know, in Arizona and then on becoming, you know, becoming a pro. How did, how did that even happen? And how did you end up in the Philippines? Well, um, so spending my time at the University of Arizona is, is kind of where my passion grew for volleyball and progress in general. Um, as, a, as a collegiate player, you're kind of at your peak physically, um, but not mentally, not mm-hmm. your IQ for the sport. And so I felt like right when I finished my collegiate career, I thought I, was so, I could see the game, I could see the court in such a different way. Um, And I was so excited to take my, you know, my volleyball skills that I had from University of Arizona onto, and I had the opportunity to play overseas. So my first uh, rookie season, I I had a contract in Puerto Rico. Mm, That was such an amazing experience. I feel like I really uh, transitioned into a woman there. Um, I didn't have anyone to rely on. It was just me in a country with people speaking a different language. <laughs> Nobody really understood me on a level that I needed, and I, I just had myself. So very thankful for that, um, that stage in my life. From then on, I, I did really well there. I played for a great team. We were a first runner-up in the league, and then I had the opportunity to play in France in the European League, wow. which is uh, – Every young pro uh, pro volleyball player's goal is to get to Europe. So I played in the French League, which was just cut throat. Like you had as a player, as a as a hitter, I had to score at least 20 points a game. I had wow. super high standards, mm-hmm. um, even worse. French people or even are the coaches. Not, remember you? Yeah, about the, co- the coach. Yes, oh, the coach. they're just not the nicest. No, they're, That's yeah. just, they're yeah. just really like not understanding. Um, and it was cold there. But 
of course, I, I always tried to look at the bright things. And I was really close to Paris. So I always used to go there for the food. Um, and then from there, actually, I was in France and I dislocated my shoulder. I, it, it just was like the my world just collapsed. I thought, oh, my goodness, my arm is everything I need mm -hmm. to succeed mm -hmm. in this life. This is what's got me here so far. And was what it I, your spiking arm? It was my hitting arm. Hitting, yes, hitting arm? Yeah. spiking oh. arm. And so I came home to Honolulu. I got my shoulder fixed. Um, shout out to Dr. Khan. Oh, Dr. Khan. And he actually got my shoulder by Yannick. Orthoscopic. Yes. Yeah. Or, yes. And so um, from then on, you know, I got reached out from the Philippines, which is a smaller and like I said, a lower com competitive level. And I thought, hey, this would be a great way to, for me to start back up my career. And I don't know, maybe just starting swinging because I, ca I can't even imagine going back to Euro Europe and having to hit balls the way I was. Right. And so I kind of went back to the Philippines and I'm a lot physical, uh, a lot more physical than the athletes there. And I was able to just jump and place my shots, which nice. was making me a better volleyball player nice. without, you know, having to rely on the power. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, that, that's just an amazing journey and story. And, you know, you've been in so many different places and I'm sure while playing in the Philippines, you've traveled to different places. So Within, like, what, yeah. yeah, what is, what's your favorite place that you've traveled and, and why? Um, well, we do uh, travel to small provinces with, uh, within Manila, within the uh, Luzon. That's the main Luzon. island. Mm -hmm. But we have traveled to Bacolod. It's a, it's a small island. Actually, it's a big island for chicken fights. Yes. And, so, and I am from Kahalu, born and raised. I <laughs> yes. love that. I love their culture there. That little island is just everything. So you had a couple bets in? No, but you know, there, you know I felt at home seeing the little kids on their bikes with chicken in hand. Oh, yes. That was everything. So probably one of my favorite spots. Awesome. Wow. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, I mean, you know, you talked really? about, you know, transitioning. Oh, I talk about transitioning a lot, you know, and adversity. Is that shoulder injury the biggest piece of adversity you've had to face so far in your um, career? I think it was the first thing that took me away from being in the now so much. I thought, you know, I think that injury for everyone kind of is... I was in a midlife crisis. I thought, okay, how can I still impact people's lives without my arm? You know, mm -hmm. I play, I used it to hit volleyballs. I use it to play ukulele. I mm -hmm. actually was using it when I was singing. I could feel the nerves hurting me, like going up to my neck and down into my what? fingers. I was like, oh my goodness, how is there any way that I could still fulfill my purpose on this earth without a full working arm? <laughs> But I ended up becoming so passionate in health and wellness and where I'm at in my life. I'm the strongest I've ever been physically. Wow. I mean, and that's just amazing about injury sometimes and adversity is that it, it it's almost like like that blessing in blessing disguise. In disguise. And it, sure. it pushes you to do something more and become something that you, you didn't really realize For that sure. you were. Yeah. So, look, we're going to take a quick break. We're here with Kalei Ma. We're going to hear more from her when we get back. Welcome back to Running It Back. We are brought to you by Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union. Choose them for life. And also, thank you to Battery Bills. Check him out for all of your battery needs and go see him at his two locations. Welcome back. We are here with Welcome Kalei Mao. Um, look, you got so much talent. Uh, your personality uh, allows you to do so many different things. And I hear that you enjoy singing. In the shower, I do. 
personally. <laughs> That's where the, the no, she really sings, starts. Ryan. She oh, really oh. sings. Oh, uh, can you talk about sort of like your inspiration uh, of music and and like what? Yeah, what 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 is it about music for you? Well, I think I grew a love for music just as a at a young age. Um, I grew up with my my sister and my mom and my dad were always dancing and singing and playing and stuff. Really not a musical background, like not musical <laughs> family. But I just kind of took it on with myself and everything. I just always been obsessed with being great at whatever it is. And so just I was constantly singing as a kid. And my inspiration for life in general is to impact people with the gifts from God that I have. And so singing happens to be one of it. And it's just something that I've practiced a lot since I was a girl. And so, you know, that's just, I'm nothing special, really. I'm just, I just you're gonna, you're have a drop raspy. Some, some, yeah, you want to impact run? us right now? Forever. Sure. Can you, yeah. can you impact us right now with the, the <laughs> God-given talent? I mean, you need to warm up or anything? Yes. Or you? Uh, <clears throat> I'm ready. <laughs> oh, gee, okay. No, no what do you got for us? What do you got for us? Um, I have an original song out on all music platforms. It's called Happy Sad. And here it goes. Why does it feel like we're so happy sad? We got them highs and lows and goods and bads. You say the kind of things you can't take back. No. Why does it feel like we're so happy sad? Like we're so happy sad. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds that much better because you can hear yeah no. like wow i mean the little like the little so i don't know what you call it but yeah, like what do you call that right at the end where they kind of just it's hey. like a vibrato it's a vibrato yeah. 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 it's nice yeah, wow. we, need, we need to get her with bruno smooth. oh yeah man yeah yeah sure <laughs> the book filipino filipino pride boom 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 pow. <laughs> <laughs> telling you, man. T- they support the Filipino support. Like they when you really go to Fili- do. yeah. You're telling me? Yeah, no. Yeah, I, they have yeah. a very beautiful place. Yes. So you sing? Are you sing there? I mean, I have do they know? Does gigs. the Philippines know about your? Bro, you must have go to like some talents. of the, the karaoke. Of course. Yes. Of best. course. Yes. There's actually karaoke like um in the mall. They're trying to sell the karaoke machines. Yes. And I'll be like, oh, can I try? And then they'll and sing they'll in the mall. sponsorship deal. Yeah, Boom. Endorsement. Turn it up. Yeah. Endorsement right there. YouTube sensation right there. It could yeah. be like a big uh, viral video right there. You know how the little, the little Filipino boy was singing in the mall? It was just like that. Yeah. Which one? I, I don't Back know. in the day. Like, 45, like, 46. <laughs> 40. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, stop. No, but I mean, you know. Just, wrong country. <laughs> what is that? That's, uh, was that uh, China? Vietnam, China? Right? China? Vietnam. Oh, that was Vietnam. A. Vietnam. Yeah, but I mean, kind of like that, right? Kind of like that. That's hilarious. No, but You're talking about viral like videos. Yeah. You, yeah, you, yeah, I, yeah. you have an amazing voice, and that right. was just two lines. Thank you. <laughs> and I, I think when I was younger, I actually like knew of Calais because she was on YouTube singing with Roman before Chloe Kai even was a thing. And so... Yeah, wow. amazing. I grew up with Beautiful. Roman, and I and he was someone I looked up to, and so when I had the opportunity to like sing with him, I could not let it up. I was Dream so shy, mm-hmm. but I did, and you can see it on YouTube. Yeah. It's very cringy. Uh-huh. What's the <laughs> well for those that haven't seen the video? What's the 
what they what do they search on YouTube? Uh, just Kalei Mao singing or <laughs> Kalohe Kai. And Kalei. All the clips coming yeah. up. Yeah. Boom. Yo, I went to yeah. one of his concerts. It was actually super Before good. That, he's such this a great is, entertainer. Yeah. Like yeah. I knew all the songs. It's so random. Of like, course you like, do. They're all okay, pictures. Ryan, hold on. Yes. Before that, I am going to show you a video because we we're just talking about YouTube. Ooh. So oh. this is Ooh. a running it back video that I chose. And this is Josh Atoki and Kalei Mao. I don't even know how long ago this was. How old are you in this? I had to have been like 14 years old. Wow. Look at that. Listen to it though. <laughs> I'm just lost in the video. I, that's so beautiful. I'm, I, we're back. We'll be, see you in a minute. Welcome back to Running It Back. We are brought to you by Battery Bills. So make sure to check him out for your battery needs at either of his two locations and go to batterybills.com. Yep, we're back here. We are talking with Kalimau, the multi-talented I mean, uh, singer, I'm just going to throw actress, uh, volleyball player, <laughs> entrepreneur. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, I feel like you've got so many talents and so many things you can you can do. Uh, I think because your personality is so outgoing and you're, you're just you just sang for us on the spot. I mean, yeah. like I was chicken. That skin was right chicken now. skin. It was amazing. Thank you for that. I can't wait to hear more. Um, but look, you know, this for me, like. I talk about transition a lot just because I went from pro sports and I'm transitioned now into what, media, what, what, media, sports media, everything, entrepreneur, entertainment. I'm trying to be an actor as well. You know, <laughs> I find that fun um, for you. Like I know I talked about it is music. Do you see yourself doing music? Is that is that is that your transition when you're done playing volleyball eight, ten years, however long you want to play when you're done playing? You can do it both. I think you can do it like right now if you really wanted to. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess that's why I'm asking this, Kalei, because I want I want more. Like I want it now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think um, yeah. music is always gonna be a part of me, no matter if I really go a hundred percent in to pursue it. I'm always gonna be able, you know, mm -hmm. to just express myself through song, and that's always gonna be a part of me. So I really don't see myself like I don't feel a spark like oh man I gotta be in the studio twenty four. You know 24 7 mm -hmm. um what really is my calling is health and wellness mm. and what most athletes i think don't think about is post-sport post-sport career sports are not forever injury can completely take away your sport immediately in a mm -hmm. snap so what i'm doing especially because 2020 has given me the time and the opportunity and the resources now that i'm home um i'm actually creating a brand Kalehulu health which okay. is my name and my love for health and wellness and fitness and helping achieve one's best self um what i'm really got i've gotten into uh was helping sedita uh, sedentary clients which is overweight clients obese old um immobile clients mm -hmm. be as comfortable as possible in their own bodies so since i've been home i've i i always train at home alone anyways just to keep in shape when I come home for the summer or the winter. Um, I just do my own workouts in my garage. 
But since I've been home for so long, I've been opening, you know, it's an open invitation to my relatives to come over to my house mm-hmm. and we can work out. We can get better together. Oh, they're two friends. That's your, your cousins. Or those somebody. are my, those are, one is my brother-in-law and the other is a girl that I grew up with since I was five. Oh, and awesome. Yeah. And so we have come a long way and yeah. just, I guess, just getting a taste of that and seeing the small rewards with themselves, through mm-hmm. themselves. Uh, it's so addicting. I want to help everyone in the world. So I'm taking it online. I'm going to be a health and wellness virtual coach. I want to sell my workouts and hopefully have it accessible to everyone um, by... New Year's. It's been. It's oh, really a lot make, harder. Make a than push. It. Yeah, you got to yeah. make you a push. And look, we're gonna we're gonna get. I want to dive more into that in the yes. extended version. Yes. But uh, right now, I, I know because of time. But at this segment, we normally talk about your running it back moment. So if there's a time in your life that was a life changer or or something like, what's your running it back moment? Oh man. Okay. There's two major ones. The first one is on the road at UCLA playing in front of a packed out crowd. We were down two sets to none, about to lose in three. And we came back in the third set. We won that set, the next set. It was deuce in the fifth set. And every single ball was coming to me. My coach and my teammates are saying, Kalei, put it down. We need this win. And I go ahead and end the, the match against UCLA at UCLA and it was the most crazy experience and that's when I fell in love with the sport and I and I just kept wanting to get better so that was my college career so so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this but you got one more running it back moment which we will get to in the extended version Uh, yeah so (laughs) Kale thank you so much for joining us here today and for those of you that are watching and tuning in make sure you guys stay here and jump on into the extended version on YouTube. Don't forget to follow us on our social media at Running It Back Podcast. Please follow us on our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union, the Department of Health, and Battery Bills. We out.